0: Hi, I'm Bob Mould, and you are listening to WMNF, Tampa 88.5 FM.
1: The opinions presented on the Healthy Steps show are the evidence-based opinions of Dr. Fred Harvey, the callers, and his guests. These are not the opinions of the staff, the volunteers, or the board of WMNF. The information provided on the show is not intended to diagnose or treat any disease. There is no implied patient-physician relationship in these calls. The nature of the calls is educational
0: and informational only. Good morning to you. Yes, you, my dear friend, whom I only see in my dreams, but I know that I will find in my heart every Monday because we share the same wavelength, WMNF Tampa, 88.5 FM, and the only station that they stream aboard the SS Baychimo. And you can stream us as well at WMNF.org. Today, Dr. Harvey has a very special guest, Dr. Amish Shah. He is joining us today to discuss Ayurveda, an integrative medical system and the basis for Dr. Shah's educational and informative movie, The Natural Law. So hold your horses for a little bit, and then if you have any questions about Ayurveda or any related health concerns, give us a call at 813-239-9663. Irene is in the control room anticipating your call. You can also send an email to dj at wmnf.org or text us at 813-433-0885 and... Again, sitting in the captain's chair here in the WMNF studio is DJ Spaceship, the wizard of the airwaves. Thank you again, DJ, for covering for me today. Welcome to the Healthy Steps Radio Show, Dr. Shaw. I must say your CV is quite impressive, and I look forward to you expounding on the science of Ayurveda. For myself, I have just a bumper sticker understanding, something along the lines of when you follow the natural law, you become healthy, you maintain good health and you live a vital life. I'm certain that Dr. Harvey's listeners will greatly value their learnings from today's discussion, so I'll stop mucking about and let the good doctor introduce you and start the show. Good morning to you, Dr. Harvey. I'm excited to learn more about Ayurveda and will no doubt benefit in health and life, so I'll say no more than it's all yours, Dr. Fred. Take it away. Thank you, Bill. Um, Once again, a beautiful introduction,
1: and... Hello, healthy listeners. Uh, good morning, and welcome to another interview show. Um, we'll be trying to keep this focused on Ayurvedic medicine, so um, uh, we will be answering in that uh, sense, but questions are definitely welcome. And <clears throat> make a clarification here. This is not after Amish Shah. Um, that, uh, uh, the name Amish Shah, I guess, is not terribly uncommon, and um, been emailed that from our promotion of the radio actually the wrong amish shah as a picture on the email I apologize to you amish dr shah is a different guy is life journey through us and his um, uh, journey took in it and a a lot of practitioners a lot of Ayurvedic practitioners to find solutions to health issues, which were very challenging. And um, he had Amish um in uh, June at a conference, and I got to screen the movie. You were able to watch. And so, the um, uh, purpose of today's show is to talk about uh, Ayurveda. Uh, the world's most ancient uh, health um, management system. It is based in really the understanding of how our bodies work, and that's why it's called.
2: Amish, welcome to Thank you for joining me today. Hey Fred, thanks for having me. So early. How are you? <laughs> Doing well. How are you? T- Good haven't chatted in a while it's good to hear from you
1: no yes to talk with you so um I was um, in a movie I one saying in, in, in Sanskrits one of the uh, experts of Hayam Dukam Anagata. yet to this is the basis of my practice. Functional medicine; it's the basis of Ayurveda, the natural law. So, how tell about what brought this?
2: Yeah, hey, uh, Dr. Harvey, having a little trouble hearing you. Um, oh, yes, seem to be um, break, breaking in and out, but I, I think I is this, made out is what it, you said.
1: Am I any better now?
2: Yeah. Yep. Good. So, okay. Yeah, where did the, I guess, the movie come about from was the question. Yes. And so, you know, when I was a kid, I used to experience some symptoms of stomach aches, migraines, headaches, bloody noses. And you go to the doctor and I used to get uh, eczema patches, too, as a kid, And you go to the doctor and the doctor gives says, go take some Pepto-Bismol and put this on the look, put this on the skin and should be fun. That's what we did for the first 15 years of my life. And not really knowing what was happening. So that's, that's what my childhood consisted of. Just a lot of stomach pains and bloody noses and stuff and not thinking anything of it, just todd outside or whatever, making up excuses. You probably ate something weird. Right? Yes. Uh, and then um, in my later teen to early 20s i ended up developing vitiligo and for those that don't know what vitiligo is it's a lightening of the skin now yeah it's an autoimmune is, condition it's an autoimmune condition and my culture is indian so i therefore i have slightly darker skin than than white and so you know my skin you could Notice it immediately. I mean, it was it was there, and it was on my face. Uh, and then I started getting dark spots on my face, too. Didn't really know what was going on. Eczema patch just started coming back a little bit here and there, and again, went to the doctor, and there's, there's just nothing I can do. Yeah, the lego is a unknown disease, unknown cause. And you can rub this lotion on it, see if it works. <laughs> that's what the doctor said.
1: Yeah, exactly. And that's that's really there. better than a Stuff. It's only yeah, the symptom and the treatment for the symptom.
2: Exactly. There was, there was no reason why this was happening. So I was just like, okay. Um, I lived with that for a little while. You know, whatever they gave me obviously did not work. Um, and then in my mid 20s or so, I really discovered about the internet. So this is the dot com boom, early 2000s. I started an online business, and it exploded. It went, it blew up. It did very, very well. But uh, in the first three to four years of starting this business, you know, I was kind of working my full time job, and before I knew it, I had tripled my salary with my side gig. So I quit my job, and I was making more money than I ever have in my life, more money than my parents have, and, and their lives combined. <laughs> And, uh, you know, it was a, it was a crazy feeling to be, you know, 24, 25, making almost a million bucks a year.
1: Seriously, that's,
2: and, addictive. yeah, yeah. So I, uh, I enjoyed my life. You know, I drank more, I ate more, I partied more. And, and before I knew it, that $1 million company turned to five and turned to 10. And before I knew it I was in I had moved from my two bedroom condo in New Jersey to a six thousand square foot house in La Jolla in California and had three exotic cars. And it was uh it was kind of like in that house in La Jolla and uh you know, still kind of living that high flying entrepreneur kind of life and had the cars and the watches and the house. You know, this pool was uh beautiful yet obnoxious, <laughs> had a pool on, had a pool on the roof, had a theater room, had, a, had an elevator. It was, uh, it was wild. So I remember sitting there in my, uh, excuse me. Yeah. And so there I was in the house, uh, in the shower, actually. I just remember feeling so much pain in my stomach and, my hair was thinning, and I had this huge lump on my stomach, and I didn't really know what it was. And I was depressed, and I was suicidal, and I, and I wanted to end my life. Actually, and uh, something kind of came over me, and I was like, "No, like this, these are not real thoughts." You know, this was like over a couple of months, of course, many months, I should say. And I was like, "This, these thoughts are not yeah. real. Let me, let me go back to kind of what made me happy, you know, what what brought me joy." And the company was not bringing me joy anymore. Uh, It was definitely something I just did for the money. It wasn't maybe so much joy in in doing what I was doing. And, uh, you know, and the partying and the lifestyle kind of caught up to me. And I started to see a doctor. That's the first thing you do is go see a doctor. And be like, man, my stomach is killing me. And I get migraines and I get sinus infections. And sometimes my stool is bloody. And it was just getting worse, to be honest with you. Yes. I told him everything and he took a blood panel. And uh, I was 29 and got my blood panel. My cholesterol was 370. I was a 29 year old. Wow. Yeah, off the charts, basically. Uh, I was number two in the office. And the number one guy was 66 years old with, you know, 370 pounds or 380 pounds, like an obese man. Yes. Um, and just didn't take care of his body basically.
1: Um, yeah, you and- know, in functional medicine, that not as a disease like Western medicine, uh, of inflammation and toxicity when your body is being torn down, it's cholesterol spackle to help spackle the blood, correct? Down. And that's what was happening to you. You, 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 um, uh, uh you were swelling in areas you didn't normal fluid. Is that right?
2: Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly right. And so, you know, like I said, I, it was just feeling like crap. Didn't know what was going on near you know, failure. And then all of a sudden, you know, I went to, like I said, the doctor got these, all these panels done and, you know, they said to you know, get on a antidepressant for my depression, get on a, proton pump inhibitor for my stomach and take a medicine for my high cholesterol and everything should be fine of course um exactly i tried it for a little while i didn't really like the way it made me felt um and so i I knew that 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 wasn't my destiny i was 29 (laughs) i was like no way that something like this could be life-threatening at this age um but it was actually so i decided at that point to get rid of everything and and I pushed the reset button. So I went back to exercise and green juicing and doing what healthy people do, getting back into my meditation exercise. And while that helped, um, it wasn't fixing my problem. I was still in pain. So I started to see some specialists. Um, you know, I probably saw about five to 10 specialists over the course of two to three years and I had more tests than cat scans, MRIs ultrasounds and they're like nothing nothing's happening. I'm like I'm in pain. Something's wrong. You know, something inside of me is killing me. It hurts me. Yeah, it's so I, true. I so like,
1: many people so many people go through that. You know, they get um much um and um these are the people that I see in functional medicine. And they've been to typical specs, sometimes two or three of them. the Primary tests that essentially there's nothing serious going on and often um, the well, why don't you come back when something develops but in actuality it's already <laughs> developed and you feel terrible and you won't yeah exactly
2: yeah and that's exactly what was happening to me no diet no true diagnosis just pain and prescriptions basically mm-hmm. Yes. Um, you know, it was around that time where uh, I was uh, inflamed. I think I might have told you this when we met that I went to go do acupuncture and the needles were popping out of me, they wouldn't stay in my body because I was so inflamed that, that my skin was protruding out. Yes, um, and so that was uh, that was quite a it was just an even acupuncture, so like I've never <laughs> seen this <that> before. <laughs> Um, and so uh, we started to kind of look at Ayurveda. Um, Western medicine system definitely was not helping me at all. Um, yes.
1: You know, Before you we go on to sure. talk more, I need to just say we are in WMNF, RG 510. Our studio us today. 99663, or you can... Us at DJ at WMNF dot org. My guest today is Amish Shah. We're talking about uh, his movie, The Natural Law, and how he got to the point where he wanted to produce very um to via Veda in a way to the small your story.
2: Yeah. So um as I was mentioning with. Liz- you know, at that point, I was like, I had gone through the Western medical system. I had tried acupuncture. And while it might have brought a little bit of temporary relief, it wasn't true relief. Um, and I would be relaxed on the table. And then all of a sudden, boom, got home, back to, back to pain, basically. <laughs> and so I found Ayurveda. And I said, and, and, you know, it was around that time, around 2010, 2011, when I was just, no yeah, 2011, uh, I was just. So sick, to be honest with you, um, that I, I I had thought it was my business, the businesses at that point. We had three businesses, we were doing upwards of $10 million a year, very profitable. So um, as I started getting sicker, the company wasn't doing as good. Uh, but regardless, we ended up uh, selling all the companies, pushing the reset button, I needed some time off. And I started exercising and green juicing and doing all the normal healthy stuff that people do, you know, eating healthy exercising, stuff like that. I was like this this hopefully like I'll get rid of my pot belly a little bit. I was a little overweight, but nothing crazy. I wasn't uh, obese by any means. I was just a uh, little little chubby, I guess you could say. <laughs> and uh, so I did that, and guess what? It didn't help, uh, you know, and that's when I turned to Ayurveda and uh i started to film a documentary in 2013 and the reason why i filmed a documentary is because there wasn't any information out there about it uh there Perfect. was but there was right. all these random websites and i'm like i don't understand this stuff like what is this website even talking about you know uh this is a long time ago obviously you know so there wasn't a lot of information yeah. we're talking 2012 so quite you know 11 years ago and so i was just curious about yeah. it and I understood as much as I could. And, uh, I decided that, you know, there was something in an Ayurveda called Panchakarma karma. Panchakarma uh-huh, yes. a Detox retreat. This detox retreat, the way Ayurveda works is that if you have toxins in your body, which I knew I did, and I just didn't know what it was, but I had toxins in, body. in my body Indeed. and I wanted to basically remove it. And the way Ayurveda sees it is that toxicity builds up and leaks out of your gut and from your gut, it stores itself in your joints, in the weak areas of your body, in areas that you might have had injuries in the past. So you feel them more. You're like, oh, wow, that's weird. That thing's coming back. And I know everyone's had that feeling like, oh, I sprained my ankle like four years ago. That thing's feeling tight today. Um, so, you know, I went to this retreat and I have to tell you, you know, I did eight days of their treatment. It's called Panchakarma and you could do anywhere between eight and 30 days. I did a 21-day, but only did eight days of treatments, but I followed the protocol of food and diet for eight, uh, 21 days. I felt great afterwards. And out. Um, that was amazing for me to see. And this was very early. This was 2013. I, you know, We brought the film crew with me. I had a little cash from selling the companies. And I was like, okay, I'm going to start a movie on this because I, I want to know, and I want to heal myself. So for the next two to three years, I sat in front of, world experts, doctors, scientists, experts, actually over the next three, four years. Um, and it took us all across the world. We filmed all these amazing people. And then while I was sitting there in front of these experts and these doctors, I'm like, if you knew someone who had headaches and stuff he knows all the time and sinus infections and, you know, constipation and diarrhea like I was experiencing, what would you do? What kind of ailment is that, you know?
1: Exactly. I was you just ask curious. So-
2: yeah, I was just asking. And so, because I felt so good about Pancha Karma and the recommendations they were making, making, they're like, oh, triphala at night, drink these teas in the morning, and uh, do Pancha Karma like once or twice a year. And uh, that's generally what you do to get rid of this kind of issue. So, I just followed that. I just listened to that. And while I would come, go to these Pancha Karmas and feel good for eight to 10 days, I would come back, and within one month, I'd feel like crap. Like And even though I was using these herbs and these supplements, like, again, it was keeping me going, but I would still be in pain. I would still get migraines, massive migraines, to the point where it was debilitating and I'd have to lay down. Sinus infections to the point where I couldn't breathe. Uh, Stomach pains to the point where I felt like someone was literally sticking a knife in my stomach. I had to, like, just hold my stomach, Uh, sometimes falling to the ground from the pain. And there's nothing I could do. And 2016 comes around. I put the whole entire film aside. 2017, 2016, 2017. I said I'm done. I, I I can't I can't I can't do this anymore. There's no way I can focus on this film, run my business, and run a family at the same time. I was in so much pain. I couldn't even I couldn't even hang out with my family. I was in bed by six seven o'clock. The left side of my body stopped working. My eye, my left eye, stopped moving all the way to the left. I couldn't move my neck to the left, my body to the left without being an excruciating and, pain.
1: And Amish, Amish things. Mm-hmm. They are all symptoms of toxicity. And that's really the basis of um, Ayurveda is is that we have these energetic systems, because of things we do, toxicity symptoms that become the diseases we then from Sound- Mm-hmm. There are some people to uh, talk to us about uh, what's going on here. We have a couple people on the line, I believe. Uh, let's go to, I think, uh, is it Linda? No, Barbara is on the line.
3: Hello, doctor, and your guests. Um, I hope this is relevant. Um, and I was thinking it was probably related to something like mold, what the, what the speaker was talking about. It sounded like that to me. But... Um, that's not yeah. really what I was wondering, and I really need help with a family member who suffers from ADHD, and I wonder if there's a holistic way to approach it because mm. family members you know very um, full you know grudges and and seems to easy yeah. and it seems to be out of, very out of sorts with reality in a way. And I just want traditional medicine.
2: Yeah, it's a good question. So I'll tell you from my experience. So for me, my diagnosis ended up coming out to be celiac disease. So here I was eating gluten for 38 years of my life, not knowing I had an autoimmune genetic condition to not being allowed to eat gluten. Now, no doctor could diagnose me with gluten in fact i had two doctors tell me to my face that i couldn't be allergic to gluten i randomly took a genetic test which tested for diseases and it showed me i have celiac disease this is in 2018 after i had pretty much given on on life given up on life and i was ready for my exit to be honest with you i i, I felt i was going to die within the next three to four years to be honest maybe great and and so I took a genetic test. It showed me I have celiac. Within 60 days, I cut out gluten, of course, and I started feeling better. I started working with a practitioner. That was my biggest mistake. It was not working consistently with an Ayurvedic practitioner. I would go to these bunch of karmas, I would do these interviews, and I would try and self-diagnose, and I would try and self-medicate. That is not the right way to do it. So,
1: it's so true. It's so true. The condition I mean, you
2: know, of ADHD also and what you're mentioning and holding grudges and all that stuff. The, the way the mind works is a reflection of the gut. When I was sick, I was angry. I was temperament. I was short-sighted. I was gr- holding grudges also. I was angry. I was um, I was a different person. And I knew that I was acting outside of what my soul wanted to do. I knew it, but I couldn't do anything about
1: it. And you know, um, so it's so important to understand that physical challenges, that emotional imbalances from it. And for Barbara, I have seen so many PhD symptoms that respond quite well to Taking uh, gluten sensitivity seems to be a huge part of moves. the gluten. Yeah. or Fred,
3: you're breaking
1: up. What What did you say? Gluten is caused mental difficulty.
3: Gluten.
2: Hey, uh, gluten. Yeah, Fred. Yeah, your your phone is still kind of breaking up a little bit, or a uh, computer. Yeah. So.
3: So that's a good way
2: to deal with ADHD is to eliminate I don't know if it's completely gluten. It could be. Yes, it's a huge part of it. Uh, I have seen some miraculous stories. So when I found out what was wrong with Hi, me, Dr. I, had- Harvey, I need to come in on the phone instead of on the computer. Sure. So I had ulcers by that point. I had 8 to 12 ulcers in my intestinal check. And I spent the next year to year and a half repairing all of that using Ayurvedic protocols. Along my 10-year journey of filming this documentary and filming experts, and now finally finishing it, it took me many years to finish it, but it saved my life, and that was the reason why I did this.
3: this is Ayurveda. And
2: so, yeah, Ayurveda pr- pr- practitioner. And the stories I would hear from these practitioners, the studies that I would listen to at the lectures, ADHD, I, I've, I saw case study of children and adults, being resolved of ADHD, We've I saw stage four cancer to. reversed. I saw thyroid conditions reversed. My conditions were reversed, and I was like, "Wow! This medicine from over five thousand years ago that cataloged over ten thousand plants and twenty five thousand recipes for everything from cancer to uh, you know stuffy nose—they <laughs> had it all." And it's the most complete medical, ancient medical system on the planet. Now, how do we know that this works? Well, the Indian subcontinent has billions of people. And it's been tested across these billions of people across thousands of years. That's how it's targeted. That's why it works. And now modern science is just starting to catch up. Like, oh, wow, turmeric reduces inflammation. Oh, wow, ashwagandha helps you relax. And so, the ancients knew this they knew it they knew that this herb does this and it helps with this condition and so i i've seen things like autism in children healed gone i personally could not believe it the things i have witnessed i knew that i needed to finish this documentary so for uh, the condition that you're talking about of adhd You know, Ayurveda focuses on the natural law. They focus on certain principles of your body. These three principles take shape from the five elements. Those five elements are ether, air, fire, water, and earth. Those five elements make up everything in the whole entire universe, from the planets to the moon to us to the insects to the food. Everything is made up of those five elements. Now, when you combine these elements, ether and air, creates vata, vata basically means movement, anything that moves. Everything in this planet is constantly moving. Then we have the next two combination of elements of fire and water that produces pitta. Pitta means transformation. Everything in the universe is constantly transforming, right? One energy form to another, taking the food we take, giving us energy. There's always transformation happening. Light bulbs convert electricity into light. So there's constantly transformation happening. Then the third is a combination of water and earth. This combination is kapha. Kapha represents structure. You know, and the people say, well, if we're made up of 70% water, well, well, how come we're not a puddle of water on the ground going everywhere? Well, it's because we have structure. We have bones, we have joints, we have muscles, we have things that keep us together. The skin holds all of our stuff together. And so... We have these three forces of Vata, Pitta, and Kapha. Now you're born with a certain combination of these elements and these forces—Vata, Pitta, Kapha. They're called doshas that, in Ayurveda. That makes up your constitution, right? That's exactly right. That's your constitution.
4: So when you look at when you look at what you're um, describing here in, the, in this whole system of beautiful healthcare, um, when you interleave it with say, functional medicine. And we used use Western medicine diagnostic techniques like genetic testing to find out that you had a, a, gene, a genetic uh, misstep that made you sensitive to wheat. And so when we combine these things, we, we can make really impressive programs to help people get better. So we, we discover things from testing like gluten is a bad thing for you. And then we <coughs> use techniques like uh, Ayurvedic techniques, which are healing. They support the structure, the, the transformation, and, and the movement in the body so that the uh, the person can lift out of the symptoms of illness, and the illness will drop away because it's no longer part of the system because we've moved beyond it. That's the whole way that panchakarma... Panchakarma, I think, is really fascinating because it's an oil change. All the toxins in our body... Almost, almost all of them, are fat-soluble. I like so, that.
2: It's an oil change. Oil, <laughs> I like that.
4: <laughs> really gets rid of the goo, because mycotoxins, petrochem toxins, uh, pharmaceutical toxins, um, pesticides, all this stuff, they're fat-soluble. So panchakarma is yep. one of the best ways to clean this gunk out of your system. And one of the best ways to actually keep <clears throat> things moving uh, here on WMNF, 88.5 Tampa, is to engage with calling. And the air studio is 813-239-9663. And you can email us at dj at WMNF. And we have an email already here, uh, Amish. Um, uh, A man wants to talk about neuropathy and what neuropathy uh, has to do with or what Ayurveda has to do with neuropathy.
2: Yeah, you know, like I said, Ayurveda is an interesting science where it covers so many vast subjects. So thousands of years ago, they cataloged things like psychology, pediatrics, surgery, herbalism, and so many other things like that. So what's interesting about Ayurveda is that they could catalog things like nerves. They understood what nerves affected what. They understood how the brain works. They understood... How, um, how to repair this system. So they understood that when cells talk, there's intercellular communication. Yes. Now what happens is when we get toxins in our body, those cells don't recognize self from self anymore. So that affects, that affects everything. That affects our nervous system. That affects the way we think, what functions in our body. It starts covering these cells. It starts coding them, and it says, oh, I don't know how to work anymore. So that affects every system in your body. So when we're talking about neuropathy, you know, there's a wide range of conditions, diabetes, and, and all these kinds of issues that come from it. Now, what's great about Ayurveda is it can help. It can help. Now, there's six stages of disease according to Ayurveda. Now, in the sixth stage of disease, which is when it is present and known, and you can name it, and it's a chronic condition, that's the sixth stage. Even in that stage, Ayurveda can prevent help. I mean, sorry, it can help, and it can prevent any further damage. It's best if you catch it at stage one, stage two, of course, but stage six, even then, even then, Ayurveda can help. I've seen it with my own eyes, and I'm a believer in this science. It uses yeah. the natural laws of the universe. These are undeniable laws of the universe. True. And so you're balancing yourself with nature. Exactly. And this connectivity that
4: is just that. All, all these connections, it's basically energy. And <clears throat> one of the things that Western medicine has actually not recognized is the energy. Um, mainly, Western medicine deals with structure and sometimes with transformation. But it rarely, rarely uh gets into um, the movement the the the, the real uh, uh, basis of what's going on um, functional medicine um, um, does this because at the core of functional medicine in the matrix is the energy spiritual emotional and mental connectivity which then drives all of the other systems and functional medicine rather than looking at just Uh, labels for disease actually looks at the functional systems to find out what's going on, just like Ayurveda does. We look at assimilation, digestion, uh, and absorption, structural integrity, the communication systems like the endocrine system, and transport, and biotransformation, and elimination of toxins, uh, the energy systems, and the defense and repair systems. And so when you deal with all these systems internally, you end up actually moving from stage 6 to stage 5 to stage 4 to stage 3 and you turn it back and you actually kind mm. of anti-age in a sense because aging with chronic illness is not normal. Aging should be smooth so we can actually do kind of an anti-aging by removing stage 6, 5, and 4 illnesses and moving back down the list. That's the way I look at anti-aging. We're not trying to actually force the body into a younger body. We're trying to get rid of the stuff that makes it Seem aged, right? That's totally the, that's agree. I looked at irony. and and uh,
2: it's hundred percent, hundred percent. And it's true, it's true. You know, people tell me that I look younger than I did ten years ago. Mm-hmm. I'm only forty three, and people ten years ago would tell me before I knew what was wrong. Be like, you don't look good, right? And I got younger. People tell me I look younger. And that's wild to hear. That's wild, you know? No one ever told me No one ever said anything to me. In person, you do look
4: actually younger than some of the video you took years ago in your film.
2: That's right, because, you know, over the course of ah, 10 years, right, it took me a while to figure out what was wrong with me. And I was getting sicker and sicker So some of the footage you see of me we used some pictures from my childhood. We use some pictures from when I was partying in my twenties, and you can see that. And you know, as a kid, I looked great, and then as I got in my teens and twenties, you can see the effect that all of this had on my body. And you can see like almost like this transition from like a young, youthful boy to a you know vitiligo, having kind of like like it's almost like I had a dark aura, dark kind of like feel to me it wasn't bright if that makes sense um and that lasted for a while and it continued to get worse and worse and worse and worse and even i saw it and my hair was thinning and i had a like i said i was a little bit kind of overweight i I wasn't really obese by any means but i guess you could say i was uh, skinny fat is the is what people call it um, so I was, I was, I was really just normally skinny, but I had a lot of layers of just toxicity on top of me.
4: And then around and all that little bit of extra fat that you had there, you were having inflammation, so you were having water, so you were actually a little yep. bloated. Around all that, oh, uh, so bloated.
2: Yep. And so you know, um, yeah, I, like I said, Ayurveda is a, an, an amazingly intelligent science. What's great about Ayurveda is that it, it respects your body. It respects yeah. your body because guess what? You came from nature, so let's use nature to bring you back. When we start introducing synthetic things to our body, your body may know how to deal with it chemically, but it doesn't really understand what that foreign substance is doing in your body.
4: It's so true. Um, when you the, you know the body's innate intelligence is what we really need to recognize. And, and Western medicine, as most Western culture does, it doesn't recognize the inta- innate intelligence of the rest of the universe. It puts humans at the top and doesn't recognize that nature actually has intelligence and nature has actually instructions for us. And the body gives us instructions right. in terms of symptoms. But our body doesn't recognize synthetic Chemicals. The innate intelligence, you know, it knows how to probably partially detoxify them, but it doesn't know how to metabolize them. And there's the problem because things get stuck up in that toxicity cycle. Because if you think about it, every preservative, artificial flavor, artificial color, um, um, food additive, um, uh, uh, petrochemical that that sneaks in from our uh, pumping our own gas, the, uh, the pesticides on our food. The um, uh, BPA on our on our receipts, all these things are not understood, and so we do weird things with them. When they metabolize, they sometimes actually turn into worse toxins and create even more yeah. disruption in our bodies. That's why they,
2: we- they turn into an unrecognized molecule, according to Ayurveda. Yeah.
4: So, so pharmaceuticals are not the first choice. Herbs are because our bodies innately <laughs> understand herbal medicine. That's what's so really cool about Ayurveda is. they have five thousand years worth of study of specific plants
2: correct yeah and yeah they understood that we're, you know we are made up of one of the nat- of nature we are one there's certain laws of nature and these exactly. laws are to be abided by and if you do break the law great not a big deal let's go back into following the natural law nature's always trying to heal you nature is always trying to to cure you. and the reason why is what happens when you fall off your bike as a kid or even as an adult? Guess what? you don't have to do anything. It just it just heals itself. You just uh, if you took a picture every single day, you'd see it heal itself and maybe you're putting a band-aid or an ointment on it, but even if you didn't, guess what it would still heal itself. And so there's a like a virtual program written into consciousness. This virtual program has instructions, and yeah. this code is, is in nature. This code is within everything that we experience in our lives. You know, the food that we eat, the people that we meet, the table that my phone and my coffee are sitting on right now, all of this, we're all connected to this. It's all made from the same stuff, including our body. Yes. So... What's really powerful about that is now we're becoming, instead of separating us, like we're not separated from nature, we are born in and of nature. Exactly. And we live in nature, and nature is yeah. way grander than us. Nature, yeah. Look how vast it is. Look at the earth. Look we're, at the solar system.
4: We're given a, a, an amazing blueprint in our DNA, and it's so, it's so incredible. When, when you combine two cells, and that DNA sparks that life, That life will go on for a 100 years with maintenance from only love, water, food, and sleep, and exercise. Those five things Mm -hmm. support that organism for a freaking 100 years. It's amazing. We have this innate memory of health, and that's one of the neatest concepts, one of the best uh, sentences uh, or phrases I've heard out of the movie is the return of the memory of wholeness. Mm Mm-hmm. That, that phrase has so much power because our bodies remember wholeness. It's that we put blocks in front of our memory so that we don't remember how to be whole. This is what toxicity does to us.
2: Exactly, yeah. Your body already knows what it's like to be whole. You were born yeah. whole. Exactly. You were born perfect. Even if it wasn't perfect, according to what everyone else says, it was perfect. And uh, what Ayurveda says is that upon conception, your parents, upon conception, whatever doshic state that they were in, upon conception, that becomes your dosha. the mixture of the two of the parents so real upon conception upon those two cells meeting is what determines your dosha for the rest of your life. you know it's your amazing? constitution it's so
4: amazing that the Ayurvedic information, the stuff that came from the Vedas 5,000 years ago, understood this concept, which we have actually scientific proof of today. Because what we know Mm -hmm. is that the thing called the epigenome, that part of the genetics that is the on and off switches that run the system, those are predetermined by basically the dosha states of the parents. And those are inheritable. So it's so true that we actually have the evidence that the energetic state of the parent is transferred to the child.
2: Correct.
4: And they've known this for 5,000 years. and, and
2: what's the uh, uh, Over 5,000, yeah, because that yeah. 5,000 is it was a verbal tradition for even longer than that. So, so true. But,
4: hey, I have to identify us again. This is WMNS, 8.5 Tampa, and we are on Tampa's favorite radio station talking with Amish Shah about Ayurvedic medicine. And if you want to talk with us, please give us a call here at the studio, 813-239-9663-DJ at WMNF.org. So Amish, this is a really a fascinating conversation for me. I'm really loving it. And um, it's so great to talk to you again because you have made such personal changes. And it did show. I mean, when you commit to the lifestyle changes that is recommended by your own internal constitution – you're a testament to what happens.
2: Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I realized, you know, with, while no doctor could say I had a pitta imbalance, <laughs> um, yes. that was what was going on inside of me. I had a minor vata imbalance, but a major pitta imbalance, like off the charts pitta imbalance. You know, so when they told me that, I started, I started just, again, doing stuff at home that I was just like, okay, yeah. well, what can I do to manage my pitta and I and I did little bits and of course it helped me a little bit but I still didn't have a diagnosis of why I was in like all this pain right it was helping and I felt okay I felt better than I did you know years before that um but yeah so that that's where these imbalances come from so you know I would manage as much as I could you know without working with the practitioner but once I started working with the practitioner things changed you know like you know once I had a diagnosis also like okay gluten let's obviously cut that out let's introduce some teas let's introduce some um, foods so for me pitta means removing tomatoes out of my diet um not completely just for that time while i'm healing my gut remove anything spicy remove try to remove onions and garlic or anything that's really heat producing because my my pitta needed to really just come down need to reduce that heat so there's certain qualities to this vata pitta and kapha yeah you know, and there's the personality water, types right? and characteristics. Sorry, go ahead.
4: Get rid of the fire water, too.
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Get rid of the fire water. Exactly. Yeah, the was- the, that is the water that's painful. The inflammation and the alcohol and the coffee and everything that was just compiling, basically. Um, and for me, it was obviously huge on the gluten piece. Like, that was the, my number one cause. But everything else... I was also doing was not helping, but at
4: that Oh, way. yeah, all that, all that stuff adds up. And I, I would suggest that uh, uh, if, if people listening uh, just think about it, there are a lot of people with PIDA imbalances because a lot of people are using that purple pill to keep down their heartburn.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's not fixing the problem, unfortunately. That's actually no, creating up. an extra yeah what what happens is when that has nowhere to go the true root cause it creates another pathway um and it'll show up as something else and then guess what then you have to get on another medication and then that pathway is going to go somewhere else and then you're like oh wow this thing popped up oh you need this medication so all it's doing is redirecting ayurveda the way it understood it is that everything is because of the gut first of all everything 99 percent of your ailments, your sicknesses, your mental trauma, everything is because of your gut. It's so true. And w- once we repair the gut, you start thinking better. You start making better decisions. You're not in pain anymore. You're getting rid of the toxicity that's in your body. You're reducing the inflammation. You're gaining a sense of clarity on um, your purpose in life and why you're here. And that is something that you don't get with other sciences. That is so true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the, it's just
4: a, such a, a comprehensive way of dealing with human life, human health, um, because it's, it's based in um, essentially a, 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 a textbook of how to live that the ancients had time to put together. I think it's fascinating that we had enough time on our hands to actually observe things, just sit and observe what's happening with people <laughs> to create a system like this, because that's really what it was. You know, People weren't distracted with yeah. cell phones and TVs and all this other stuff. They watched what other people and other animals and plants were doing, and they had time to see mm-hmm. the results of what they ate and say, okay, well, that one's not good. Exactly. <laughs> that really
2: no Here's another really fascinating fact uh, of just about the Indian subcontinent in general. According to genetic data from 23andMe, which is possibly the world's largest genetic collection company, yeah. um, they said that majority of the world's civilization lived in or around India 25 to 45,000 years ago. Yes. Yeah. And so if this is where that medicine comes from, This is where the the unified world was together. And they understood that sharing this wisdom was powerful. Creating a culture in which this wisdom is embodied, embraced, and understood, and loved was the culture. You know, it's like, heal yourself, heal everybody, let's go. They said in the Ayurvedic textbooks, the best Ayurvedic doctor has no patience. And why is that? It's because... The doctor has taught their community on how to keep themselves healthy and keep themselves ailment free and how to create rituals in their lives and, and taught them about the Ayurvedic way of life. And it's a pretty profound statement. The best doctors in the world don't have any patients. Exactly, because they've actually yeah.
4: helped them get well. You know, in the Chinese uh, tradition, um, the um, um, patient. Uh, in ancient tradition, supposedly, the patient would pay the Chinese uh, physician to do acupuncture and maybe herbs, but when they got sick, they stopped paying because the job of the practitioner was to keep them from getting sick. <laughs> Again, uh, back to that original idea from uh, Sanskrit, hayam, dukam, anagatam. I love that. A the mm-hmm. danger that has yet to come. And that's right. really how we can fix a lot of problems. We have people on the line now. Elaine is the way okay. to come to us. Mm-hmm.
3: Hello. 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 Hello?
2: Hello? Hey, I'm I'm here, Fred. I don't think we can hear you, Fred.
3: WMNF Tampa.
4: sorry. Um, uh, computer cut out, then the phone cut out. I'm back. Um, and we're down to the wire. Um, so Amish, um, would you like to tell us anything about how to follow up after the movie, uh, things that people can do, um, um, not discussing any prices or anything, but, uh, action steps they can take.
2: Yeah, absolutely. If you uh, check out our movie at the natural and, um, You know, the movie is airing for free right now. Uh, It's a way of kind of us giving it to the world and sharing this wisdom. And uh, we also have a free kind of dosha quiz to find out where perhaps your imbalances may be. Um, So that's basically it. I think that's a great place to start, learn more. Uh, It's a great movie. It's getting uh, rave reviews and winning some film festivals. I'm really excited. Yes, I
4: think it definitely is worthy of winning some film festivals because you are providing a great service here to um, the world, uh, Amish. And I really thank you uh, for coming on. Um, it's really been a nice talk. All right. Yeah, thank you.
2: You're so welcome.
4: So um, I would uh, I'd like to apologize again for the bad audio today and my connectivity we will work on that for next week. Uh, next week, uh, we are going to be having another Ask Me Anything show. I don't have a guest next week. We'll be having another one shortly. Um, the concept uh, next week is going to be artificial fragrances. I think we should talk about these petrochemical uh, poisons that invade my neighborhood on my morning walk. We need to try and get these poisons that cause neurotoxicity, hormone disruption, and cancer out of my atmosphere when I'm taking my morning walk. I'm really annoyed with it. And so in any event, uh, this has been a great show. Thank you for your participation. I wish I could have got some more calls today, but we did have a little disruption. And um, I want to thank uh, uh, DJ Spaceship for uh, uh, running the phones today, or running the board today. And I think I saw Irene in the back there run the phones. Thank you all for your great help. And um, I look forward to working with Bill again. And um, have a wonderful week until I see you. Take some healthy steps. Have a.